What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Hardworking Happy Hour podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Right. And uh, congrats on our second episode. Yeah. Big pretty, number two. We made exciting. it. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people probably stop after one. Going from one to two feels like a pretty big accomplishment. Yeah. You know? Celebrate the little victories, you know? Yeah. Like so it. we are on our second episode here, and this week we're going to talk about college versus the trades. It's something that's been talked about a ton, um, especially recently. The trade community is like really evangelizing the trades and really pushing for kind of more representation, I'd say, like in high schools and, and at that age where people are making that decision. And we've done a little bit of both. We both went to college. Uh, we're both in the trades now. And we're going to kind of recap what we've done. Also, you know, see if we regret anything about the path that we've chosen. And just kind of go over all the things that are pros and cons on both. Because a lot of stuff now, especially on the Instagram community, is is really so pro-trade that it almost makes it look glamorous and and kind of hides that like grind aspect to it um right so we're gonna go over all that stuff this week um what else we're gonna cover anything else we're gonna cover what we're drinking oh yeah so we had a long week this week and it's nice to cap that off with a nice little cocktail i have made a classic what is it a a classic whiskey highball which is which is really just, <laughs> I am very simple at my core, and uh, it is just some bourbon, some ginger ale, ice, and a lemon wedge. Yeah. And it's, you know, quite delicious, classic, and um, we're going to enjoy this and, and talk about college versus the trades. Yeah. Let's get into it. So, yeah. why don't you start by saying a little bit of your experience with college versus the trades? Yeah, so um, I was never like the best student in high school. Um, never really loved school that much. I didn't, I didn't fit in too well. Um, never got along with the teachers or anything like that. So I never, I, I was never planning on going to college. Uh, my dad owns a construction company, so my plan all along was to get out of high school, go work with my dad, and eventually take over that business. And mm -hmm. That only lasted a few months because <laughs> just working with family is very difficult sometimes, especially I was 18 at the time. I was still living at home with my parents, so it was kind of doomed from the start. Yeah, um, it's tough. It's, it was very, very tough. And I have two older brothers who both like got hired and fired like 50 times. So <laughs> after, after one go round, I was like, all right, I don't think this is going to work out. Let me try something else. So... I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was 18. I mean, I don't think any 18-year-old really knows what they want to do with the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to community college, and I can't even remember what I started with. Um, I think maybe psychology or maybe business. Uh, I was just kind of going because my parents were like, you're either going to live at home and pay rent, or you can go to school. And I decided to go to school because it was probably about the same price. And, um, so I just went to community college, took classes and went on and off for like five or six years, never ended up graduating. 
Um, I think I have one class left to get my associate's degree, but an associate's degree is pretty much useless. But throughout that whole time, um, I was kind of just like floating around, doing different jobs, figuring stuff out. And I think that's really important to to just like kind of figure out who you are, what you like. From oh, yeah. the time I was 18 to 23, 24, like my life was so different. My hobbies mm. were different. And... I think it was important for me to, to go through that experience and, you know, just not rush it. Yeah. And then kind of fell into the trades after that. And what about you? Yeah. Um, so I was also not very good at school. Um, school was never my focus. I always just did it because I had to. And college was no different. I didn't, I was not given the choice to not go to college. I, my parents were just like, this is what you're doing. And I didn't even have good enough grades to really go to college, but miraculously I got into one. I don't know how, um, but they, it wasn't a discussion. I just had to go and I, I went and then I decided that first college wasn't for me. My grades weren't great. They weren't terrible, but they weren't great. Um, so then I decided to go to a different college for two years. So I did go to four years of college. I was a double major in psychology and philosophy, but I didn't finish. I don't, I just, it was something I was doing. I was, I've always worked. As soon as I was able to get working papers, I just worked. That's what I wanted to do. I really enjoyed working. So even when I was in college, college wasn't my main focus. It was kind of like a fun thing to do. I loved the college atmosphere, (laughs) partying and the camaraderie and the friendships and stuff. But the school part wasn't for me. So then I just stopped going. I'd like, I finished both of my majors and then I just had prereq classes to do and I just, like, mm, I don't feel like finishing <laughs> these. I don't want to do this anymore. So I've, then I went to work. Yeah. Um, I think it's really interesting because your dad owned his own business, um, yeah. was a boat builder, which mm-hmm. is really similar to, to carpent. I mean, it is carpentry yeah. to an extent, yeah. um, working with some different materials, but very, very similar to, to kind of what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting that he was, you know, so so adamant that you need to go to school. Um, do you think part of that is because you are a woman and not a man? Do you think he would have been so pushy on college were you not that's, a woman? That's a great question. Um, so I have three older siblings, all of which worked for my dad at one point or the other. I never did. Um, and I have two brothers. One went to college and still worked for my dad and the other didn't go to college and my dad never really pushed him at all to go to college so maybe there is something to just me being a woman I know that he didn't he didn't want me to like I begged him recently when he retired to if I could buy his business and he was like nope hard no you're not allowed to yeah so I think that he just saw that life and how hard it was to own a business and how hard it was to do manual labor for your whole life and I think that he just didn't want that life for me and I think when you do, and he did, like, he was in the boat building. He was either building boats or he was building things for boats. So he was in yeah. that same industry and he worked really hard. He grinded it out. And I think that he thought in his mind, that's really hard. I want her to do something that's not quite as yeah labor intensive. So, yeah, maybe it is something about the yeah. women thing. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe just because you were the youngest. It could also be like, that. I was the baby. So, yeah, you know all the other kids have tried working with me and, you know, maybe it didn't work out or, um, 
I think that was probably the same thing with my dad. Um, my older brothers are the next closest is like six years older than me. So by the time I got around to working with them, I think, I think we both just like kind of looked at it. Like let's not go back and forth a million times. Um, that can be like really straining on a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think it was at that point when, you know, I don't know if it, if it might've worked out had it been, had I been older and ready for something more steady, but I just had like no idea who I was or what I wanted to do. And yeah, that definitely wasn't the, the place where I could just like settle into that and do that for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so maybe there's something to both of us being the youngest that, you know, I tried it out. Your yeah. dad didn't even want you to, to start working with them. And that's something that I kind of think about. Um, and Anthony was mentioning the same thing. He has a three-year-old son. Mm -hmm. I have a 10-month-old son. And when they get older, you know, which way are we going to push them? Or are we going to, you know, I feel like I'm going to, to just encourage them to do whatever they want to do and support them in that mm -hmm. and not really try to steer them in one direction or the other. But, um, but it's interesting to think about because I don't know what I want my son to go into the trades because I know it is really hard on your body. It's mm -hmm. just a, especially with what we do, it's outside, you know, it's, yeah. it's just tough. I mean, it's not an easy job. Not that I think yeah. a lot of things are, even if you're working in an office and, you know, that's not easy in a lot of ways as well. Yeah. But I think that's that's really interesting now that I have a son to look at that relationship with my parents um, who owned a business and just kind of just kind of like reflect on that because. Yeah, it's I think it's kind it's a little bit of a grass is greener situation because, like I said, my dad did not want me to do what he did at all. He's like I did his dream. He wanted me to go get an office job where I had. <laughs> a secure job and a 401k and I <laughs> hustled the corporate world and I did that. And then I looked back on it and I was like, I have this job that is quote unquote, a good job it paid really well. And I was living a great life, but like nobody, my best friends had no idea what I did for a living because it was just like a boring office job. They couldn't explain it. And I'd go with my dad and we'd be sailing down the river and he'd be like, Oh, I built that boat. Or like, it's like a tangible thing. So I'm like, that is so cool. You can say that you built this thing and it's just right there. It's like a, you have this yeah. legacy. You built this thing. You built this business. You built this boat. And I'm like, when I die, they're going to be like, Catherine did something in an office. So <laughs> it's like a grass is greener situation. Yeah. I would know. I don't have any kids, but I would not want them to like live a cubicle life if, unless that's just yeah. really what they wanted to do. That's really funny to hear. Like <laughs> you're on a boat and you're just like, he's like, oh, I built that boat over there because like. Anybody that's listening that has a contractor for a parent like knows mm -hmm. that scenario. I mean, <laughs> everywhere we went as kids, it was like, yeah. oh, I did the siding on that yep. house back in 82. And I'm, like <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, I don't, dad, I don't care. <laughs> like, um, but it is, it is really cool. Um, yeah. And I remember he built a house up the street from us um, growing up and especially once I got a little bit older, it was really cool to like, you know, see like people living in it and mm -hmm. like, wow, that wasn't a house before. And then my dad and, and his company built that house and now people live in it and it's like a regular house. So 
I never really, yeah. I never really like s- stood back and thought about that. Like, you know, you're building something that's, that's real that, and it's, it's funny to hear that in boating, you know, you're just, yeah. instead of like <laughs> driving around the neighborhood, you're on your boat in the river and you're like, Oh, I built that boat. Yeah. But I think that's something that everybody can relate to. I mean, that's just such a classic dad thing that <laughs> like and that that would be cool to to I look forward to to doing that later in life. And <laughs> yeah, you're going like to take not caring at all. Like, oh, dad. Yeah. We already saw this. <laughs> <laughs> um <sighs> I think it has been a topic that's been talked about so much recently, especially on like, you know, the online community, Instagram and Facebook and all these uh, trade community groups that are really pushing to to push people into the trades, which yeah. I do think is an important thing because there are so many job opportunities in the trades right now. For sure. But also, I think along with that, it is kind of like portrayed sometimes as, you know, you see, just like with everything else on Instagram, you see kind of like a highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Um even with even with our Instagram, I mean, it is. I think the day to day is really fun to be out there and everything. But mm-hmm. there are days when it's just like, okay, we tore down this deck and now it's all got to be carried out to the dumpster and it's going to take all day and we got to do it. Yeah, you know, and that's like probably not something that's shown as much, but it's a super important part of the job <laughs> and it's something that every job site is going to have and. I think that's something that that's kind of like kind of missing from that equation online, at least from the stuff that I see is, is really just showing like a true depiction of what your day to day is like in the trades. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a highlight reel. And I feel like with what, like when I worked in an office, that was a grind and I worked so hard and like, it wasn't physically demanding, but it was mentally demanding and it's just like a different kind of demand. You have to like pick which, yeah, pick which one you want to go with. It's it's, and in the trades, I feel like recently there has been this glamorization of it where it's like, you know, you and your buddies can start this construction company and you're going to be wildly successful and you're going to have all these followers on Instagram and all that kind <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and there is that potential if you're will- if you're working to willing to work as hard as you can for it. Yeah, but you know, it's still going to be a grind and it's going to be really hard. Yeah. And I think, I don't know if you feel this way, but when we were in high school, going into the trades was not popular. It was not the thing to do. It was kind of like we had a tech high school that you could go and start trade work if you wanted to. Yeah. And it was like, that's kind of where the bad kids went. So it wasn't yeah. like a popular choice. It wasn't this like. It was like the people that just gave up on their dreams yeah, straight like, out of middle school. Yeah, they were like, they're I like, won't amount to anything. Uh, I'm going to. This kid's probably not going to do go anything. He should go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah I, I totally remember that because like senior year, all my friends were going to college and, you know, me just being the type of person I am, I'd like to be doing the opposite of what everyone else is doing and mm-hmm. just like, you contrarian, know, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and, and kind of like debate people on it and be like, you know, going to college, like, what are you, what are you going to do? You're going to get all this debt and you're going to, you're probably not even going to be able to get a job. I'm going to be, <laughs> by the time you graduate college, I'm going to probably have a house and all this stuff. And 
I was like really confident in what, <laughs> what the <laughs> next couple of years were going to hold for me. Mm-hmm. But definitely like the attitude towards me from other people was, you know, you, you're just, you're going to amount to nothing. You're, you know, you, you got to go to college. And, um, I think that was for me, 2007. I think that was kind of before you really started to see a lot of this newer, like emphasis on the trades where, mm-hmm. um, you know, part of that is, is probably from all of like the student debt crisis that we kind of have in this country, Yeah, as well as just so many job vacancies in the trades, which drives up salaries, drives up pay, and y- you can make a great career in it because there's such a need for tradespeople. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really interesting to, to kind of look back on that and how people perceived it when we were in high school and, and now what the attitude is towards it now. Yeah. And I think you had a great point the other day when you were like, even if you went to a tech high school, and I think in tech high schools, they make you take a bunch of classes. You don't get to just pick your, yeah right? right? You like try a bunch of stuff. Yeah. But you said, even if you just learned how to work on a car, that's just a useful life skill because you yeah. might not be a mechanic, but eventually you're like, you're, you're going to have a car. Have a car that's gonna, yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to break at some point and yeah. then you'll know how to fix it. And like, yeah, I was saying, I don't, I didn't learn like anything useful in high school, yeah. like at all. I don't, I don't remember <laughs> one useful thing I learned from high school. I mean, part of that's probably my fault because I wasn't paying attention, <laughs> but you know, it would have been so good to like, had I not gone into the trades to just learn a valuable skill like that, yeah. like, you know, they, they had all kinds of classes. You could do HVAC or auto mechanic or, um, building trades or electric and, just like having a, a basis of knowledge just because eventually hopefully you'll own a house and you'll be a little bit more handy than the average person. Um, but it was looked at as like, Oh, those people are just like completely giving up on their life yeah. before it even starts. Yeah. I think that's how my parents looked at it. Cause they were just like, you're going to college. You're going to figure it out. You probably can't yeah. get into any good ones, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you're going to figure it out and you're going to go to college. <laughs> Another like really interesting thing that like, you especially kind of highlight um, before you worked here, you had like by all, by all means a very, very successful career in mm-hmm. what you were doing. Yeah. Completely random thing. I feel like we've talked about it kind of a bunch. And I'm still not, <laughs> I still don't understand what you were doing. Yeah. Something with reviewing commercial leases. Yeah. Sort of. That's, yeah. That's the gist of it. Like, it's one of those things and, you explain it a lot and then people just like immediately tune out because it's so boring. But yeah. yes, it was, I was reviewing contracts and like working with legal to make sure that everything, that the language was right. And then I would take it to the property managers and have them, it, it was a whole chain of things. It was reviewing contracts. Yeah. You can just, wow. we can like put some audio in there. Just like, <laughs> 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 um, it was boring. And that's why I say I'm not, I'm going to spend all this time doing it. Yeah. For what? But I mean, that was a really successful, yeah, had you continued on that, I mean, even where you mm-hmm. had gotten in a short period of time, by all like conventional standards, you were very successful in it, um, you know, made more money than probably like most other people that we know that are our age. Um, so you were very successful in kind of a conventional sense in this mm-hmm. career. But what were your, what was your double major? Psychology and philosophy. Psychology and philosophy. <laughs> and just to be clear, we won't go too much into it, but you did not finish. I didn't finish. 
A lot of people assumed that I finished, <laughs> Hey, you, <laughs> but I didn't. And I never said down, that I did. I said that I went to four years of college, Yeah, which is true. I did. I didn't put a BA or a BS next to my name. I just said, yeah, I went to four years of college, which is true. Yeah. And I went <laughs> to six years of college and yeah, um, you should put that on your resume. I never really applied for a job, so I never, I never <laughs> got true. to that point, but, right. um, but so you had this super successful career by all conventional standards Yet you're, even if you had finished, you would have a degree in psychology and philosophy. Right. Um, was any of that stuff applicable to reviewing commercial leases and, you know, not, legal jargon? No, not in any sense. So even if you had fully graduated, that college experience to what you were doing would have like pretty much zero benefit. Yeah, not at all. So... And I feel like that's the case for most people, unless yeah. you're going like Sarah, my wife, for those of you that don't know her, um, is a social worker. You have to go yeah. get a social work degree to get a license. Same thing with nursing. Same thing if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer, but yeah. like 95% of other jobs that are just kind of this like random stuff, you just like need a college degree, but you're not going to use it at yeah. all. Yeah. Which... People just kind of use it as like a pre-qualifier. Like, okay, if you're the type of person that can go to four years of college, then you're probably going to be better than somebody that didn't go to college. Yeah. It seems like that's the messaging. Like when I, when I first went to college and mo like many 18 year olds, they have no idea what they want to do. Like you have no perception of the world or money or anything when you're 18 and you're just thrown into this hugely expensive thing and they're just like figure it out and for me at least they were I feel like everyone around me was like just pick something and do it and it doesn't matter like <laughs> you just you just have to finish and I think that that's terrible advice because this is something you should do mindfully you should sit down think about maybe not exactly like a hundred percent what you want to do for the rest of your life but kind of get a general idea of where you want to go and if you're willing to take on all this debt yeah and like if I had gotten a degree my life like if I had finished, if I, I'm never going to go back because I don't want to, but <laughs> if I had finished, my life would be not really any different yeah. because I didn't get a degree in anything. I never wanted to be a psychologist. I never wanted to be a philosopher or philosophy professor. So you should do these things mindfully. You should like really, and if you want to take a gap year to figure that out, yeah, do that. If college is fun, college was so much fun. I had a great time. <laughs> I wouldn't change anything, but or maybe I would, but I really loved college. So, so I liked the experience, but yeah, I, I think, think it's important to do those things mindfully. They're big decisions. Yeah. Big expensive decisions. And it almost, I mean, at least for me looking back when I was 18, I'm like super thankful that I had this idea that I was going to work with my dad and like, I had no doubts that it was going to work out hundred percent and you know, everything was going to be great going that route mm -hmm. because I didn't apply to any like four-year schools. I didn't take the SATs. I didn't do anything to prepare for college like whatsoever. So you didn't take the SATs? Nope. Oh. No, you I didn't. had to do that. No, no. Oh. I I figured out like there was a lot of things that at school they were like, yeah, you you have to take like two years of a language or you have to, um, you know, take four years of math or whatever. But like I've really got into it and figured out like you actually don't. It says that you only need like so I didn't my senior year I had like gym class and English. 
and I had all study halls <laughs> the whole day. <laughs> so those were the only two classes I took senior year because I was like, I don't care about any of this. Like, I'm not going to college. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to cruise out. And that's kind of what I did. And, and I'm so thankful that, like, even though that route didn't work out, like working with my dad, taking over that business, it, it like almost eliminated the the possibility to go to a four-year college and go that traditional route where you take out the student loans. So by the yeah. time I realized that, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to try out college. It was like November, December. So it's like, all right, well, I got to start in the, the second semester and really community college was my only option at that point. So I went to community college. It's so much cheaper. Uh, you know, yeah. it was maybe like, $2,500 a semester. So like five grand a year. So yeah. I had jobs the whole time. I paid for it as I went. And I'm so thankful for that because I went for a long time, took a bunch of classes, switched my major three or four times and never graduated, never did anything with any of that schooling. But at least at the end of it, I didn't have any debt, which I was yeah. super thankful for. And nowadays, if you don't have debt, you're like so much you're so far ahead in life compared to oh, yeah. like our peers. Yeah. Every, like my husband graduated college in 2010 and he still has like, thir <clears throat> excuse me, like $30,000 of debt left and we're 33. So yeah. it's just never ending debt. <laughs> <laughs> and plot twist, he's in the trades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he owns a carpentry business. Yep. So <laughs> it is, it's, it's really like funny to, to kind of like, obviously he's like a really unique situation because he went yeah. to college, he graduated, did all of that stuff, and then still went into the trades, started his own business doing that. And, you know, I feel like for me, like just, just that time, like figuring out my life was really important to me. Yeah. Um. There, there was just no way. I mean, I think some people could at 18, just be like, this is what I want to do. I want to be a nurse. I'm going to go to nursing school. And they're yeah. super happy. And like, but I feel like that's the rare, that's like the rarity. Yeah. That's the exception, not the rule. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it should be encouraged more to like, you know, do a gap year or two. Yeah. Or like four, really. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, when you're young, it's hard to have perspective on that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think, like you said, you you did community college for a couple of years. I think they don't do a great job of promoting community college, at least around here. Like it, around here, I think if you do two years of community college, it's associated with our, what, like a local um, pub school. public university. Yeah. And then you're, if you do well in there, you have above C's or whatever, then you're automatically admitted into that four year university and all of your credits transfer and, it's like way cheaper to do it that way. And yeah. no one really talks about that. So there's like so many more options than you even realize at the time when you're, you know, you're just a tiny baby person at 18 with your, well, you're figuring <laughs> things out. <Yeah. laughs> we've, we've kind of like been on the side of college as it's currently kind of constructed in this country is, is like a crazy notion, mm -hmm. but are we underestimating how much fun it is and, how, and, it, and just how important that is. Like, yeah, no, I, yeah, I don't mean to be a college hater cause I'm not, I think that it is super valuable and definitely plays a role. And in our society for a lot of things, it is completely necessary. And like, I kind of get the benefit of both worlds because I didn't graduate, but 
people assume that I graduated and yeah. I kind of benefited off of that. So I do see that side of <laughs> the benefits. <laughs> but it's, if you do want to go into one of those specialized trades, it's like our friend Ashley, who's a doctor, she's been in school forever. So if you, yeah. if you know that's what you want to do, start, start right away. Then you'll be a doctor when you're 33. Yeah. That's, that's like the most insane. Cause like, what if like, thank God she's at the tail end of it. Like she, yeah. she is a legit doctor now and yeah. she loves it. But like, what if you get all the way there and you're yeah. like, Oh my God, I hate, hate this. It. I just want to be a HVAC lady. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause yeah. that, like you have so much student debt going to be a doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you make a ton of money. So if the doctor thing works out, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But oh, I feel so bad for some of those people that like go all the way. They get so far and then they're like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I, I got to switch it up. I think that's, I think that happens to a lot of people where they're just not, they do something because they feel like they had to. And then they're not really happy in their career, but yeah. they've invested so much time and starting over is so hard. And usually you're going to take a huge pay cut if you start and switch careers. Mm-hmm. But it's always an option. I just saw something today. What you just said just reminded me on LinkedIn. It was a meme and uh, had a picture of that. That little guy from Game of Thrones. Uh, What's his name? Tyrion? Yeah. Um, I have no clue what... I don't think he said this quote, or it just had his picture on the meme. So um, it said, when you start over, you're not starting from scratch. You're starting from experience. So oh. I was like, wow, that's that's quite that. interesting. So yeah. it's like, it's not like you wasted all that time. It's right. you, you gained experience. That didn't work out, but Absolutely. now you are starting from a spot that's a little bit further ahead. And I think... I think a lot of a lot of people are doing that. Like they're going to college. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's like almost 50-50 between our peers that went to college are actually doing something with that specific degree they got or mm-hmm. some of them, you know, they're just it's just that piece of paper that got them into a job and it has nothing to do with their degree. And then there's other people that went to college like Pat or like, you know, a bunch of our friends that either went to college, graduated or went to college almost kind of got close, but got a lot of loans and then went into the trades. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just something really interesting to, to kind of think about. Like, and I feel like yeah. I, I was so lucky to just plan on going into the trades. It didn't work out. And it, like, it was like the best thing that could have ever happened to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that that's, that's a helpful mindset when you kind of already knew that that's what you, you know, you did try out the college thing, but you kind of already knew that that's what you, you kind of had a path figured out. Yeah. I mean, I thought I had it completely figured out and I went into the trades with my dad. That didn't work out. And then I was a hundred percent certain that I was never going to be in the trades. And then a couple of years later, <laughs> here I am, I'm back in the trades. Back in the trades. Um, so now let's talk <laughs> about just, some of like the more realistic aspects of going into the trades, because mm-hmm. we kind of touched on how it's kind of glamorized a little bit, especially through Instagram. And, you know, you're going to get like, you know, these fancy tools and you're going to have the cool tool belt and you're going to look cool and have, you know, some cool pictures, get followers. And that's not super realistic. Um, so right. what have, what have you seen as far as, 
your first couple months, like being on a job site every day, what are the things that people don't see as much of that should be talked about? Just, just like kind of warn people and, and give a realistic sense. So younger people know what they're going to get into. Yeah. Um, well, first I'll start off by saying the trades is a wide term that covers a lot of things. So each trade, if you are considering going into the trades, definitely kind of do a case study. Find people who whose careers interest you and kind of look into what their day-to-day is like and what their salary might be like because I our trade is building decks and it's hard. It's manual labor. It's your body's going to hurt when you go home, but I don't really know that much about plumbing. I imagine their bodies hurt up maybe slightly less. Yeah. I don't know. But I can't speak have... to them, but they probably have their own problems. Yeah. Sewage. <laughs> yeah. That probably is terrible. Yeah. So I think that like in any carpentry or construction field, you're going to have to worry about that. Like the, the toll that it takes on your body. And if you're, you know, if you're already somebody who's nursing maybe some injuries, yeah. <laughs> it might not be the best for you. Like my husband, he um he played football in high school, so he had all sorts of crazy injuries and now he comes home and he complains about them because He's got that bad back. He's got that bad back. I've been back. telling him he needs to he needs to stretch. He needs to do yoga, but he won't listen to me. I know. And but then he doesn't want to do it until his back hurts. Exactly. And then it's too late. And you got to wait for late. it to not hurt so much. Right. We'll, we'll get on him about that. We'll definitely <laughs> get on him about that. So, and another thing is, I would say it can be monotonous. If you, um, you have to find the fun. If you're doing the same, we're building decks and it's fun and it's creative because you can build different kinds of decks and do different things. But at the end of the day, you're it's building, it's, you're, yeah. you're building a deck. So yeah. if you can't find, if you can't creatively keep yourself in check and you, you know, you keep driving yourself to find that new thing in your career, yeah. then it might get stale depending on, that's a personal thing. That's if you can continue to look and find ways to occupy yourself. Yeah. It might get stale. Yeah. Cause but. I think most of, most of the things that you're going to be doing in the trades, um, it's different every day to an extent, but at the end of the day, yeah. even with us and we try really hard to always be doing different stuff. So mm-hmm. I think ours is maybe an exception to that, but a lot of other stuff, maybe electricians or plumbers. It's mm-hmm. a lot of the same stuff over and over again. It's hard on your body and it's not necessarily every day going to be the most exciting thing. Right. So I think that's something that you really need to like think about. Mm-hmm. And something else I thought about, like as, as we're talking about all this is like internships are always at like the end of college or at the end of Votech. They should be mm-hmm. right in the beginning. They really should. You know? Yeah. Like, you should just start, like, do two years of internships right in the beginning. Yeah. And get that, like, real-world experience about what is this thing actually like? Like, what am I going to do on a day-to-day? Does this seem fun? Does this seem rewarding? And make some decisions from there because, you know, going to school or doing, like, Votech training, either route you go, like, that training or college experience, like, isn't the same as the job. Like it's not the same at all. Right. So it's so hard to know whether you're going to like it or not until you get into it. Yeah. And then a lot of times I think people think it's too late. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I think like when you're considering these things, 
do a case study, find a person whose career interests you and see what their day to day is like, because unfortunately they don't offer yeah. extensive internships, but like at the beginning for you to figure it out. And when you're young, you don't really, you know, these things in theory, or I mean, not even when you're young, there's like, I just said, I know th- plumbing in theory. I don't really know that much about it. I just know what I've heard other people say about it. Yeah. So do a case study, see if you'd really like that day to day life or, you know, or the different levels of, like, I I think for plumbing, you have to go to some sort of schooling, I assume, and get different certificates and, like... Mm, yeah, I don't know. I think you, maybe an apprenticeship. You work with somebody. Plumbing, you do have to, you have to take a test to get your license, at yeah. least in New Jersey. So, it is a little bit more um, regulated than just, like, which is kind of weird because you have to really do a lot of stuff to become a register or a licensed electrician or plumber, yet... All you have to do to become a uh, licensed home and home improvement contractor, which is what we are, mm-hmm. is prove that you have insurance and pay like ninety dollars a year, and then you can like build whole houses. So hmm. it's kind of interesting. Um, that is interesting. <laughs> it's probably why Jersey gets a bad rap for like you know crooked contractors and stuff yeah. like that because you don't really have to do anything. You yeah. just kind of start a business and do whatever you want, and then start a new one when everybody sues you. So. <laughs> Well, that doesn't seem great. Don't. No, then nobody, nobody do that. Nobody, nobody go do that. that route. Don't, don't do That's, that. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to let you make your own decision whether you should go to college <laughs> or go into the trades, but definitely don't go that don't route. That. That's not the one to go. <laughs> um, something <sighs> else that, I mean, you can kind of consider is a path that you went. I mean, for all intents and purposes, you might as well have graduated college. You went for four years, you know, you were so close to graduating Mm -hmm. that didn't inhibit you from getting, you know, the type of job you would have got if you had graduated. So yeah, I think whether, whether you graduated or not, your path would have been very similar to what it is now. So, um, you know, a lot of people don't think about it until they're maybe five, 10 years into a certain career. And then they decide, you know what? I don't like this. Like, what is it about, what what let you make that decision where you could let go of that to take a risk to do something else? Like Did that make sense? What do you mean? Like start premiere? Yeah. Um leave this super stable job for <laughs> a uh real estate investment trust. That's what it was, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and work for a um small deck and patio business. You see the vision, but still small deck and patio business. <laughs> um, yeah. What what can you tell people that, because there's probably some people listening that love the trades, like they're, they love to, you know, do it as a hobby on the weekends, but they have this office job because they invested all this time into a degree mm-hmm. and, you know, they may or may not still be paying off student loans, but, you know, in the back of their mind, they're like, I would, I would love to just jump into something different, whether it's, you know, on the tools or it's something just trade related. What was it that like gave you that confidence that, all right, I'm going to just leave this, try out something new and see how it goes. Um, I would say I always kept it in the back of my mind. Like I would, I would, I knew that I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. I'd corporate life. I am not meant for. It wasn't for me. I excelled at it because I'm a hard worker, not because I enjoyed it at all. So I would always think, okay, I'm going to do 
I'm going to become a real estate agent. But then it's like, okay, well, I've got to do schooling for that. And it's going to take years before I finally like have this career that I want or whatever. It'll take me five years before I finally get to a place where I'm happy with my career. Okay, I'll do this other thing. It's going to take me five years. And I kept looking at that like five years mark. And I was like, well, either way, five years is going to come. Whether I'm happy with my life or I'm in the same exact spot that I'm at now, it's going to come either way. So you might as well do things take the leap to do the scary thing, be happy with yourself. And in my mind, I was like, I know that I'm a hard worker and I can, I'm going to figure it out. So just yeah. have that confidence in yourself. You've gotten this far. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, if you've gotten to this point and you can take care of yourself, you're probably a hard worker and you're probably good at taking care of yourself. So trust yeah. in yourself that you can do it. I, th- I think that's the way you put that was really interesting. Like, Five years is going to come whether you make the jump or not. Like yeah. five years is going to happen. Right. It's really just a matter of where you're going to be in that five years because I think people get like so, so bogged down with where other people are at. Um, just really related to age. Like where yeah. are my peers that are my age? Where are they mm-hmm. at in their careers? Um, I'm going to be so far behind if I start this new career at 30 instead of all my peers that started it at 23 or something. Yeah. But it's really amazing what like five years could do. I just yeah. started Premier Outdoor Living six years ago and we've come a really long way. <laughs> yeah. And absolutely. You know, we could have done that at, I could have been 40 when I started. And then right now we're in, we're in a really good place. We have a, a stable, you know, just a, a great small business. So mm-hmm. you can make that jump at 40 and be at that place at 45 and you're still not that old. You know, I think people get bogged down. Like if I don't do it right out of college or like by the time I'm 26 or 27, like it's too late. Yeah. Like realistically, you know, you're probably gonna have to work till you're like 70. Social security's probably going to go away. You're probably going to be probably gonna have to work till the day you die. So like, <laughs> yeah. don't get bogged down in like, yeah. oh, it's too late to switch things up or yeah. make a different decision. I think that's a really old school mentality to be to uh, to pick a career at 18 and then just decide that you're going to ride it out till you die. Because yeah. back in the day, you could do that because you would retire at 60 and then you'd have a pension that would pay for the rest of your life. Yep. Now we don't have we don't have that. So it's, yeah. you know, you might as well just do what you want a couple different times because it's not like you're giving up a pension or anything. You Yeah. Hopefully you have some sort of retirement account that you're putting money into and. It's going to be there no matter what job you're doing. So you don't have to do the same thing for the rest of your life. It's really boring to do the same thing for the rest of your life. That definitely seems like just really like claustrophobic to to just like, because there are those certain careers where it's, you know, if you're a police officer or, you know, something like that, it's like you have to put that 20 years in Mm -hmm. and certain careers like that, it can be super hard. Those ones that there still are pensions around for. Yeah, I shouldn't say that doesn't exist. It does for certain people. But not many. Not many. It's not like it used to be where, you know, you you kind of worked for that pension and you could rely on it. Now it's like, I don't know. I wouldn't really trust it even if I was like a teacher or a police officer. Like, who knows what, what the world's going to be like in 20, 30 years if they're just going to be like, oh, yeah, those pensions that we promised you, yeah. they're gone. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. You got to go work as an Amazon drone now for the rest of your life. <laughs> um another thing that I think is kind of important to touch on is 
a lot of professions are becoming obsolete just with technology, mm, with yeah. um, automation. You know, there's no, you don't work in a factory anymore, really, like building right. cars. It's, mm-hmm. there might be like, you know, 10 people on an assembly line, but it's 50 robotic machines that are, that are assembling things, robotic welders and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think the traditional trades, like the residential trades, like where you're out in the field, I think that's going to be one of the last things that's going to be able to be kind of obsolete. Oh yeah. That's going to be able to be automated. Um, So I think, I think that is something to kind of consider because a lot of just traditional like college path type jobs like just don't exist anymore. You know, computers are taking the place of people doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I think that's so true. You know, like one of uh, like a really great career, like a, a prestigious career would be like a, a stock floor trader. Like mm-hmm. That doesn't exist anymore. People do it on computers. Yeah. And like it's, there's so many careers like that that just don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, like you go into a bank and there might be like five people that work there because, and even when you go in, they're like, did you know that the ATM outside can do everything that <laughs> we could do plus more? Yeah. And it's um, on your phone now. You can just yeah, do like, whatever on your phone. <laughs> so I think there's something to be said for the trades being something that you're always going to need. And yeah. one thing that my dad told me when I was growing up, which kind of stuck with me was, just on the on that job security front, like every year they're building more houses and each house that's been built gets one year older. So the houses that are already built are going to need more maintenance and they're still building new houses and that's not going to stop for a while. Yeah. And not that automation isn't going to affect our industry. I just think it's going to be one of the later industries that it affects. And, yeah. um, you know, so there is, there's something to be said for that, for that job security. It's hard to gonna be hard to replace your job with a computer yeah that's actually a really good point I hadn't considered that because when I was in corporate America even a lot of the like older older quote-unquote older people would kind of just age out of the computer software that we use they they wouldn't know how to use it and then no one really wanted to teach them (laughs) so then they kind of just like got aged out and not that you don't age out of the trades because you know your body breaks down and all that kind of stuff too but I think as time goes on, the more things get automated, younger people are just better with technology historically. Yep. So that is definitely something to, something to consider. I think my job probably would have been eventually. I mean, yeah, they're, much do- on the computer. they're doing amazing things with like AI. Like I feel like lease yeah. and contract like review. Yeah. There's probably some, they're, they're definitely working on some AI to just like make <laughs> your job obsolete. So yeah. you got out at a perfect yeah, time. Yeah, I did. Um, and like a lot of what I, a lot of it was, most of it was like, like you said, contract stuff. And some of it was accounting. And I can't imagine that accounting is going to be around for much longer. I feel like that's, com- yeah. there's no way that that's not going to be automated. That's yep. hugely just, if right you have like a. It. It's ripe for yeah. innovation. Yeah. For real. I hope it does. Cause I, that's one of the parts I hate about owning a business is like keeping <laughs> track of stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Hopefully like, we got a robot in here that does all our books pretty soon. That'd be so cool. It would be cool. <laughs> a little robot friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like you were just mentioning the fact that, you know, p- 
people that you would work with would kind of age out of like the the technology. They just yeah. wouldn't have the mental fortitude to learn something new, yeah. a new technology, a new software that had to be used in the industry mm-hmm. and kind of touch on the fact that you could age out of the trades by your body just breaking down. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I don't see a lot of is like that mesh between uh, like physical well-being, like yoga or working out or or stretching and the trades like you don't see a lot of people in the trades advocating for stuff that's going to preserve your body which is you know you can have all these flashy tools but the most important tool is your body yeah. at the end of the day when you're in the trades and you know you really don't see a lot of that which I think is interesting I kind of fell into doing yoga um you know here and there Sarah teaches yoga and um especially when I was like 100% in the field I would have back problems. I would have all kinds of stuff. And I found Mm -hmm. that doing yoga just completely eliminated that made me, you know, feel so much better, uh, eliminated injuries, made the injuries that I did have feel so much better. And it's something I'm just realizing now through this conversation that you don't see so much of that being talked about, like take care of your body, yeah, eat right, exercise, especially stretching. I mean, that's like number one thing that in the trades, um, it's just so important. Yeah, absolutely. So if anybody young is considering the trades, make sure you start taking care of your body now. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as you get older, it definitely gets harder. Yeah. Um, no, that I'm, is so true. I, Pat will come home and he'll say, oh, my back hurts. I've been laying tile all day. My back hurts. I don't know why I do this all the time. And it's like, well, you did it yeah. a month ago. And then you haven't done anything in that same move, body movement in a month. And now you did it again for a full day. Of course, it's going to yeah. hurt. And so, like, that's a, a, a perfect point because I always feel like um, the biggest thing that helped me, uh, I always try to do backbend. So I'll do like, uh, you know, the wheel pose or, you know, just stretching in a backbend because mm-hmm. so many, everything that we do at our jobs is, if anything, you're leaning forward, you're bending over like frontwards. So, that was like the biggest thing that relieved my back pain. Yeah. Was just like kind of evening that out. Counter and movements, I think they're called, right? Something, I don't know. Something like that. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this makes my back feel better. Yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe that's a new idea. Maybe we do a, we start a, po- or a yoga, I mean, a YouTube trade. channel, yoga for yeah, tradesmen. I like that. Tradesmen and women. Yeah. Make it more like rough around the edges, like yeah, cool. <laughs> All right. That's, it's not that like chill relaxing music it's like metallica or something (laughs) there's an idea yeah we could have had that on the outside the box episode (laughs) (laughs) we're meshing episodes um so we've we've kind of covered a lot and the point of this episode was really just to just continue the conversation it's not to jump to any conclusions right um yeah we're not trying to tell people to go one way or the other it's a completely personal decision yeah and it's just so important to think about the pros and cons of each and really evaluate who you are as a person and what you want to get out of life. Yeah. And do you have what it takes to make it in the trades? Because yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be a little bit tough. You gotta be willing be honest to, with yourself yeah. on that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you're, you know, you might not be able to hang and that's all yeah. right. And you might not be able to hang in college. Yeah. Like myself. <laughs> And you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went for six years. I did, I did great. They couldn't get me you out did. of there. You hung for a while. Yeah. yeah, you did hang for a while. Um, <laughs> I would say the only advice I really do.
do feel very strongly about is if possible, you should evaluate your options without going into a ton of debt because I think when I look at it at that age, I wasn't able to really make an educated decision on what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. So I'm very, very thankful that I didn't go into a ton of debt right off the bat because that led to, you know, the freedom to be able to start the business, to, to do these things because I didn't have that weight of student loan payments over me. Um, yes. And there are, it, if you look, there are so many ways to go to college without going into a huge amount of debt. There's, there's scholarships, there's starting off at a community college and then going to a four year, four year university or just going right into a public university. Like yeah. A state school has, a state school is cheaper than going to an out of state school. There's so many ways to just do it really carefully without, and it's, and it's hard when you're, when you're 18 money kind of just, at least for me felt like it's just like a it was just, concept. just figurative. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I don't know. This is what people do. This is, yeah. you just go into debt. So, and I feel like everybody at 18 is just like, well, I'm obviously going to be super rich when I'm like, 30, yeah, so <laughs> exactly. This is not going to matter. <laughs> Like, what's the difference between a $5,000 school and a $50,000 school? Yeah. Basically nothing when I'm like <laughs> a billionaire. Um, so really try to put yourself in your own shoes after you graduate with those student loans and, and think about what are your loan payments going to be? Because that's something that I've talked to, to quite a few people and they were like, I, I knew, you know, the number of you know, how much it was a year to go to school. I had no idea once I graduated, like how much is my monthly payment going to be? Is it going to be $300? Is it going to be 3000? Yeah. No clue. And, you know, kind of, kind of put yourself in those shoes and realize what that's going to, what kind of constraints that's going to put on your life later on and limit your options as far as what you can do. Yeah. That is, that is a great point. Because you do look at it as a whole number, but when you actually break it down into monthly payments, it's like yeah. it'll squash your dreams real quick <laughs> on like owning a home or yeah. even paying rent anywhere. It's it's yeah. uh And I think real quick. my feelings on it are um I'm obviously pro trade because I I have fun in it. I'm not a hundred percent in the field anymore. Um I'm at least fifty percent in the van. But um <laughs> I do feel strongly about it. I think you can have a great career. I think you can have fun. I think you can feel a sense of satisfaction that you're actually, you know, building something physical and get that reward that, that there was nothing here and I built this thing. And I think Mm -hmm. there is a lot to be said for that. But at the end of the day, I think whether you're successful in the trades or you're successful in something that's, you know, more white collar, uh, it's all about hard work. Yes, absolutely. And, I think there is a little bit of kind of a an attitude that, that people just are looking for something easy. Um, you can find yeah. something that's easy, but it's not going to be rewarding at all. Yeah. And you're probably not going to make a lot of money. And, you know, you're not going to get very far. So yeah. whatever route you go, there's not going to be an easy road. It's going to be a lot of work if you want to achieve something, if you want to, you know, be proud of accomplishments that you've made you want to set goals and achieve them, it's going to be hard work whether you go in the trades or you go into more of a white collar environment. So it's really just evaluating what what works for you and the opportunities are out there either way. Yeah. You're never going to excel by doing the bare minimum. 
if you're a hard worker, you'll excel in whatever you decide to do. Yeah. So it's just figuring out what that thing is, what or, works best for you. Or if you fail, you're not starting over. You're starting from experience. Starting from experience. Yeah. There you go. I actually really like that quote. I liked it too. It, yeah. it was like, wow, I have no idea why Tyrion from Game of Thrones was like, <laughs> he wasn't the spokesperson like, for it. He wasn't credited with the quote. I think it was more of just like an attention grabber. And it wasn't like the, the actor. It was like a picture of like Tyrion from Game of Thrones. I can't remember, but it was, yeah. <laughs> it was definitely, it was definitely him. Um, but yeah, I think that that's something that I have done a lot of. I have kind of like reinvented myself, um, you know, chosen different paths for myself, mm-hmm. but always kind of felt like, okay, if nothing else, if I didn't learn anything else, I know that this one thing didn't work out. Then I'm not yeah. going to go back to cutting grass because I didn't like that. So you're not starting over. Yeah. You're starting from experience. And anybody, no matter what position you're in, can do that. Whether you are in an office job now and you want to make a career switch. Um, and also realize you could always go back to it. You know? Yeah. As don't long, burn too many bridges. Yeah, I was going to say, don't, as long as you don't burn any bridges, you can probably yeah. go back. Yeah. If you're a good employee, they're probably... Yeah, they'll probably take, they'll probably you, back. take you back. <laughs> so... But... Let's end this. We're almost at an hour. Yeah. We're almost at our happy hour. Yep. Uh, let's end this episode by saying, now that you have all of this worldly knowledge, 10 year or however many years you are away from 18, would oh you God, change 15. anything? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's, that's so yeah. weird to think about. That's pretty, we're old now, but yeah, we're not old. We're just seasoned. But would you change anything? Would you, when you look back on your life, is there anything else? that you would have done or done differently? Um, you want me to answer first? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I would. Um, I'm just really happy with the place that I'm at now in my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, I never really looked at, at, at anything I feel like and wished I was somewhere else, you know, or on a different path because I think, that path is really important to, to where you eventually go. I think mm-hmm. everything that I did, like going to community college for six years, as much as that seems like the biggest waste of time, um, that time was important because I was just kind of, you know, just floating around. I was doing some different jobs and um, pursuing, you know, some different hobbies and, and just like finding out who I was, transitioning from a high school student to like an adult person that has to take care of himself. And I think that time was really, really important for me. And I definitely wouldn't change it. And um, it's also a scary notion. You know, you think about like the butterfly effect movie. Like, yeah, who knows? Dinosaurs could come back if I, had, <laughs> you know, decided to go to a four year college. You never know what will happen. Yeah. So I, I definitely wouldn't change anything. Um, yeah. I'm at a place where I'm, I'm really happy with, my career, my personal life. So I feel like it's it's easy to say that right now. If things, you know, if you had asked me that when things were really tough and I was really going through it, um, I think I would have the same answer, but you know, that would be, it'd be interesting to, to kind of think about that as I'm going through that super hard time. Would I feel like I would have any regrets and want to go back and do anything different? But as it stands right now, I'm very happy with, all the decisions I made and mm-hmm. where I am now. Yeah. So what about I you? I like it. Um, 
I feel like I would I would change now. I am so happy with my career and where I am in life. In that respect, I wouldn't change it. So I would either not change anything or I would change absolutely everything. And like really like fight my parents on the whole you have to go to college thing and maybe look into the trades more and kind of give more perspective in that manner. Yeah. Because I wasn't able to do that. Because like who knows where I could be, you know? But Yeah. But I like overall I am incredibly happy with my life and so happy with my career and You've got the it's, best career. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've got the best career. <laughs> it's, it's great. I am very happy with it. So I guess it's it's it is kind of fun to think about like what could be different. Yeah. I think. Well, I like how you said it. If if you were to do anything different, it would be everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't do yeah, I would not just change one thing. I, I yeah. am a person who loves change though. So yeah. I, I do love blowing things up. I love blowing from, my life up and then starting fresh. So starting from experience. Starting from yeah. experience, you're right. <laughs> My bad. So I would either change absolutely everything or nothing. Yeah. That's that's an interesting thing to think about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that kind of sums up our our kind of talk on this whole thing. I hope yeah. that... Uh, Just make the most informed decision that you yeah. can. Give yourself the ability to think about it and make your most informed decision. When it comes to college versus the trades. Yeah. And also don't be scared to say, oh my God, this was the worst decision ever. And now I want to switch it up. Yeah. Feel free to do that. You got your whole life ahead of you. Yeah. Even if you're like 60 right now. You've even got if so you're much time. 90, even your if you're 90. Your whole rest of your life is still ahead of you. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Long, but it's still ahead of you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this, this episode wasn't meant to steer anybody in one direction or the other. It was just more to have a conversation about it. And I feel like I have some new perspective on it. And I feel, I feel happy that I am in the trades, but, um, but you know, it's, it's just important to have this realistic conversation about it and not, um, you know, just because I am a business owner and there is somewhat of a labor shortage, like try to push this agenda that people should go in the trades at all costs because it's not for everybody. College isn't mm-hmm. for everybody, but the trades also aren't for everybody. And yeah, um, that's very true. People really just need to think more about what's right for them. Go that direction. Be willing to work hard, and you'll have the outcome that that you want eventually. Yeah, you might have to blow it up and start from experience again, but it'll <laughs> happen. So, yeah. Um, I guess that's it for this week. Yeah, that was pretty pretty good pretty good way to wrap it up there so um we do have a hotline uh set up and we do not i don't think we have the number handy here so um follow us on instagram at hardworking happy hour these videos are also getting uploaded to youtube hardworking happy hour you can obviously listen anywhere that you get your podcasts you can follow us on any uh social media platform at premier outdoor or premier outdoor living on youtube and uh maybe we should tease our next episode so then the people have a sense of what we're going to do did, did we did we make a definitive uh i know not the next episode <laughs> but the following one is going to be setting goals for the new year so that'll be in two weeks yeah uh, i think next week was um all things social media oh okay yeah. all things social media so <laughs> go to our instagram in our bio that's where you'll see the hotline number Leave us a message about what you want to hear about in next week's show, what yeah. you want us to go over. We get uh, a ton of questions about how to grow your business with social media. So yeah. I think and that could be a really informative 
I think so hour. too. Because we usually don't have an hour to you know write all these messages back to everybody, but we can talk about it on the show. So leave us a message, what you want to hear about regarding social media, and uh, we'll try to answer it the best we can. But until next time, this has been the Hardworking Happy Hour. See you next week.